Nellie May Has Her Say by Cynthia De Felice. Nellie May Nimble lived in a tiny cottage in the bottoms with her parents, six younger brothers, and six younger sisters. There was never enough food to feed so many hungry mouths. I am old enough to earn my board and keep, Nellie May told her parents, and I have heard that Lord Ignatius Pinkwinkle needs a new housekeeper and cook. So the next morning, Nellie May packed a bag with her few belongings, climbed the steep hill to the home of Lord Ignatius Pinkwinkle, and knocked on his door. I thought you might wish to hire me, said Nellie May. I'm a grand cook and neat as a pin. If you work for me, said Lord Pinkwinkle, there are a few things you are going to have to learn. I'm good at learning things, sir, Nellie May assured him. Come inside, then. I have special names for things, and I expect you to use them whenever you speak to me. Why, certainly, sir, said Nellie May. First and foremost, you are not to call me sir. You are to address me as most excellent of all masters. Most excellent of all masters, repeated Nellie May. That's a fancy title, to be sure. Be certain to use it, said Lord Pinkwinkle. Now, let us tour the premises. We'll begin upstairs. Here in my chamber, what is this? Why, that's simple, said Nellie, proudly. It's your bed, which I expect I'll be making up for you. Not at all, said Lord Pinklewinkle. This is not a bed. It is my restful slumberific. Your restful slumberific? asked Nellie May doubtfully. I never heard of such as that. Well, now you have, said Lord Pinklewinkle. Next, tell me, what do you see here? Why, said Nellie May, I see your dirty trousers, which I suppose I'll be washing and pressing. No, 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 no. These are my long-legged limberjohns. Long-legged limberjohns, are they? said Nellie May. My, my, you could have fooled me. And these, asked Lord Pinklewinkle, those are your boots, if I may say so. You may not. And these are not boots. They are my stomping walkers. Stomping whackers? Indeed, murmured Nellie May. Now to the parlor, said Lord Pinkwinkle. What, pray tell, have we here? A fire burning in the fireplace, Nellie May asked hopefully. Of course not. It is a flaming pop and sizzle. Uh, uh, a flaming pop and sizzle. Whatever was I thinking, said Nellie May. And what is this creature that has been following us around? Oh, that's nothing but a mangy old hound dog. Certainly not. He is my fur-faced fluffenbarker. Nellie May sighed. Oh. Your fur-faced fluffenbarker. Why didn't I guess that? Oh, and this thing on the end of the fur-faced fluffenbarker that goes back and forth and back and forth? For mercy's sake, it's his tail. Not at all. It's his wigger-wagger. Is his wigger-wagger. Okay, if you say so. I do, said Lord Pinklewinkle. Next is the kitchen. Do you know what this is? Well, 
Most folks would call it a bucket, or maybe a pail, ventured Nellie Mae. But there's no telling what you'll be calling it. I call it a wet scooperuti, and so must you. If I must, said Nellie Mae. And inside? What is this? Criminy, look at what you've done. You've poured water all over the floor. It's not water, but river trickle, silly girl. It needs mopping up, no matter what you call it, grumbled Nellie Mae. You can do that in a moment. Now, let's go outside, shall we? Tell me, what is the name for this entire magnificent edifice? Uh, I would call it your house, but I'll lay odds that's not the right answer, muttered Nellie Mae. Indeed, it is not. This is my roof-topped castellorum. Roof-topped castellorum, whatever you say. I say it's high time for you to get to work, but let us not forget my special name for you. For me? Why, I thought I was to be the housekeeper and cook. No, no, that will never do. From here on, you will be my fuzzy dust and fooder. To that, all Nellie, could, all Nellie May could say was, Ugh, That afternoon, as she mopped the floor, cleaned the stairs, and cooked supper, Nellie May wondered what she had gotten herself into. But she was a good, smart girl, and she needed a job. So she practiced Lord Pinkwinkle's special names over and over until she knew them by heart. And it's a good thing she did, because that very night she was awakened from a sound sleep. She sniffed the air, then leaped from her bed and ran to the parlor where something was terribly wrong. She dashed up the stairs to Lord Pinkwinkle's chamber, banged on the door and shouted, most excellent of all masters, get out of your restful slumberific and put on your long-legged limperjohns and your stumpin' whackers. A spark of flaming pop and sizzle got on the fur-faced fluffenbacker's wigger-wagger, and you don't have to get a wet scooperuti full of river trickle quickly. You'll lose your roof-topped castellorum and everything in it. And one more thing, most excellent of all masters, get yourself a new fuzzy dust and fooder, because I quit. Whew. Wow, what a mouthful. Good day to you. Nellie May went out the door, down the hill, and back to the bottoms, where she curled up in bed with her six little sisters. The next morning, to her great surprise, who should come knocking at the door but Lord Ignatius Pinkwinkle himself? Good day to you, Miss Nellie May, he said. You saved my house and my dog, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. What's more, I like you. You're clever and quick. Might you be willing to return as my housekeeper and cook? I might, said Nellie Mae, but if I do, must I use your special names? Just one, said Lord Pinkwinkle. And what name is that? asked Nellie Mae. Well, my dear old nurse used to call me Pinky, Lord Pink, Winkle said. Nellie Mae smiled. It would be my pleasure to work for you, Pinky. The end.